Welcome to the Green Sky Social Work Podcast. My name is Green Sky and I am a clinical social worker in private practice and a social work college professor. I put together a 10-part series on the very serious topic of suicide for anyone interested in learning more about this topic. The second part in this 10-part series is self-awareness and counter-transference. That is what we'll talk about today. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is a concept that everybody should embrace. You really need um, to have self-awareness skills, I think, in order to just get along with people, in order to communicate with individuals successfully, and just in order to be aware of how you impact your relationships with other people. So self-awareness is being able to see how other people see you. And it's being able to understand the things that you say, how you say them, and also the body language that you use when you communicate with another person. Being aware of those things increases your self-awareness. So, you know, we all know that 70% of what we communicate to another person is nonverbal. So when you're talking to someone, if your arms are crossed in front of you, you know, that can lead um, the other person to think that you are defensive about something. Um, And if you're uncomfortable talking about a certain topic, your voice changes, your body language changes, and you're conveying the information or conveying the message that you are uncomfortable about about something. So when um, you're impacted If your life is impacted by suicide, suppose you're a clinician and you work with individuals or maybe it comes up in your practice or perhaps you're just a regular person who um, have come in contact from time or again about uh, someone or something that um, is related to uh, suicide. So that's why I want to talk about it today, about how to be aware of what your thoughts are about death by suicide. You know, it really is a um, philosophical question that you can have for yourself and that you should always think about and deal with any issues that you may have about it because if you interact with someone who is impacted by suicide, that can also affect um, what you communicate to them and um, last time we had this discussion, we talked about mis- common misconceptions about suicide. And so unbeknownst to you, you could be conveying a message that shows that you are uncomfortable. You could be judgmental towards someone. And so it's always important in any area of your life where you want to make another person who's around you to feel comfortable around you. Okay, so in terms of suicide, um, you need to really think about and become aware of your own thoughts, beliefs, and biases regarding suicide, right? So, you know, what do you think about a family who, um, if it's happened in your family or another family, where they've been impacted by death by suicide? You know, what, is there any stigma associated with that? Will you look at that family and say, oh, there's something wrong with that family? I know a lot of churches who, if a person in their congregation um, dies by suicide, you know, they will elect not to have the funeral in their particular um, church. And so that part of 
stigma that goes along with that can also lead toward, you know, sending a message that um, this way of death is something that is not understandable and something that really should be stigmatized. So everybody has biases regarding suicide. And it's important that you get in touch with what that is. And definitely when you're working in a clinical setting, you are to feel and you are to convey a message where you can be very non-judgmental to the client and to the family. So there's several questions, you know, to run through your mind um, when you're talking about this topic. First question would be, have you yourself ever considered taking your own life? You know, many people consider these things. You know, what is your relationship with suicide in your own personal history? Do you have a family history that includes suicide? You know, and what were your feelings surrounding those things? Have you ever lost a person, someone close to you? Have you ever, if you are a clinician, have you ever lost a client by suicide? If you are just an regular individual and you had a friend or a friend's family member who have um, died by suicide, what were some of the, the thoughts there? Many times we can have a blind spot and a lot of us can avoid discussing um, complicated topics. And so the thing is, is that um, if it ever comes up in your life, you should be comfortable talking about it because remember from the first um, podcast on facts and common misconceptions of suicide, if it ever comes up, just talking about it is not going to make that person want to commit suicide. So avoiding the conversation um, can push someone towards suicide. So it's important that you're comfortable enough with the topic and have dealt with some of your own personal issues of suicide so that you can have a frank discussion with someone if needed. And I think it's important too that if you're dealing, if you have a friend or if you're dealing with someone who's um, very depressed and suicidal, that you also talk to another person about it. Definitely, if you're a clinician, you need to have the proper supervision so that you can kind of have a place to dump. Have a place to bring up these issues and dump. And the real thing is that when we're talking about suicide, the question is, how do we keep our loved ones safe? How do we keep the community safe? You know, and so, you know, what are some things that are getting in the way so that a person might be considering um, death by suicide? So, you know, definitely talking about talking to someone who you trust is a really critical way for you to check yourself. It's also important if you have a, a loved one or a family member who's dealing with this issue that you do have a, a, um, a support system around you as you help someone in this situation. And definitely, you definitely want to counsel someone into seeing a clinical social worker or seeing some sort of health professional about this. But um, you do not want to be passive. You do not want to be passive. At the same time, you don't want to be so narrow that if the person just talks about suicide that you automatically call the police and think they're going to kill themselves. You know, you don't want to do that, but you do want to make sure that you're keeping that person safe and understand that, you know, I need to keep you safe. So the big message here is that talking about suicide decreases the risk of suicide. And if you are a clinician in this area, you really must be comfortable talking about suicide so that your own issues 
doesn't get in the way. And this is called counter-transference. So it's very important um, for you yourself to have some sort of outlet in dealing with this population. Or if you have a friend or someone who has severe mental health issues, that you have a way to take care of yourself. And um, getting like-minded people involved, talking to people about the pain that people are um, uncovering when um, contemplating taking their own life. These things are very important. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Green Sky Social Work Podcast. My name is Green Sky. Thank you.